What a legendary one from In Excess this morning and never tear us apart here on 2BM. And we're talking now to the member for Northern Tablelands and New South Wales Minister for Agriculture, Adam Marshall. He's uh, had a big week last week. How are you going, Adam? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Cameron. How are you going? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Um, lots of things happened last week. We had the uh, the turning of the sod ceremony with Michael McCormick and uh, also Mark Colton. Were you in attendance there? Or? Yeah, it was great to see. Look, mm. this is a project that our region's been waiting for so long, and it's. I must commend um, Mark Colton and the Commonwealth Government for charging ahead with this inland rail project. I know in some parts of the state, not ours, but in some parts of the state it is slightly controversial in terms of the actual route but I mean uh, in our part of the world we just can't wait for inland rail to come through it just means so much uh, economic prosperity will be unlocked particularly for Mm -hmm. uh, our agricultural sector the potential to to take product to market much more efficiently much more cheaply which is the the big thing and also the other spin-offs that come off the back of that and when you look uh, in Moree the big thing is our special activation precinct um which is in the final stages of planning at the moment. Um, and that has the potential to create, you know, 2,000 new jobs alone in Moree by bringing together all of those uh, grain-loading facilities into one giant intermodal and having a, a pre-approved development area, a business precinct for all of that manufacturing, uh, agricultural service sector that, that fits in with uh, loading and unloading bulk produce off, off inland rail and really the reality mm. is when inland rail comes through Moree and we have the big intermodal all roads are going to lead to Moree none of this yeah. freight going north-south on the Newell or north-south on the New England Highway everything will be coming east-west to come into Moree and be loaded up and uh, that's going to mean boom time for Moree it'll yeah. literally be the, the second economic renaissance if you like for the whole district the first was in the 70s when Copeton Dam was built and the irrigation industry took hold in the Moree district, converted a lot of the what was then grazing country into irrigation cropping land, uh, and this is going to be the second big thing to, to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm so, so excited about 2021 and 2022 from a Moree perspective because I think, I think really the sky is literally the absolute limit and this has the potential to, to change Moree uh, really forever and, and in, a, in an incredibly good way. Yeah, and I'm sure one facility that can expect to uh, be a little bit busier is the Moree Sale Yards with uh, the Special Activation Precinct and uh, you've got some new funding for the truck wash there. Yeah, well, the truck wash is now completed, uh, thankfully, uh, Cameron. Yep. It's uh, about a $650,000 project. Uh, the state government contributed almost all of that uh, the Sale Yards Association and Council chipped in the remaining $80,000. Uh, it's, it's been a, a long time coming, that project, but great to see. Um, I know people might think truck wash, and that's not very exciting, but it actually is for the livestock industry. Tra- good quality truck washes are absolutely crucial in terms of washing down trucks properly. Uh, it's a critical issue, a uh, critical thing to do from a biosecurity perspective. Obviously, when trucks are picking up cattle, um, picking up dirt and mud, uh, all sorts of things, and also uh, the, the excrement from cattle, uh, they want to make sure that they wash down so that we don't get all that stuff washing through the streets of town, but also as they move around the region and within and around regions, but also into other regions, that we're not taking weeds uh, and other 
pests and other things that might be caught on the truck into other regions, hence why the need to, to wash down all the time. So yeah. uh, that's been a long time coming. It's a good thing to have, and uh, it's very, very welcome by, by the, uh, the trucking industry, that's for sure. And also something that's very welcome, especially with the Turf Club, there's been an upgrade announcement. Yeah, um, the Moray Race Club uh, has received a $1.1 million grant from the state government, Cameron, and that's to undertake some upgrade works on that large central grandstand. Mm-hmm. Uh, that grandstand was built around 50 years ago under the Red Scheme in the, in the 70s, and look, there's a bit of concrete cancer in that building, a few other uh, issues that need to be resolved, uh, and they've been chasing some money for a, a number of years now. Cause that, the sort of work that's required on that grandstand is well beyond the financial uh, means of the club, and uh, so they're very, very excited about that, and we'll, we'll get cracking on that work in the new year. Uh, one of the stipulations of that grant is that they must keep all the money local, they must use local contractors, and the club uh, is very happy to do that. So, again, aside from upgrading the grandstand, there's an extra $1.1 million that's just injected straight into the local Maori economy, which is um, very good to see. And uh, I'm sure Parliament's wrapping up for the year. Are they planning a big Christmas party in Sydney? or No, not no really? Parliament, Parliament <laughs> wrapped up a fortnight ago, thank goodness. And yeah. the Commonwealth Parliament's still going. No no Christmas party. The, the party was just getting out of there, I think, Cameron. The, yeah. the, the best part of Sydney is the road out of there. So yeah. uh, it was very good to, to get out of there for the last time um, and uh, not have to go back until the new year. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm uh, very, very thankful for that. But, um, okay. no, there's still a lot of work doing. There's still a lot of school, even though we've got COVID restrictions, still a lot of school presentations going. And, and of course, speaking of COVID restrictions, the, the big the big news is that on Monday, um, there's a major, major easing of even more restrictions. The, the four-square-metre rule will disappear everywhere. It'll be two square metres everywhere. You'll be able to stand up and have a drink in outside venues, um, uh, the number of people you can have at home has, uh, has massively gone up. Yeah. Um, there'll be no caps on how many people can be in venues. It's just the two square metre rule, which is much simpler. Um, and some major, major changes. Uh, that, uh, uh, And it's a reflection of the fact that, um, aside from that one case yesterday, just no, there's no touch wood, no coronavirus anywhere now in New South Wales. Uh, Queensland or really Victoria. Um, so things things are going well and this is a good reward ahead of Christmas for everything that people have sacrificed throughout mm. uh, throughout our region, throughout the state. No worries. Well, it's a pleasure talking to you today, Adam, and uh, all the best for the Christmas period and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thanks, Cameron. Talk to you then.